Hi, and welcome to the Changing Perspectives podcast, the show where we discuss a variety of topics, including grief, parenting, pop culture, and relationships. Join us and explore a number of changing perspectives. We're your hosts, Jenny and Josh Brennan. Hi, Jenny. Hi. What's happening? Not much. You're in your phone. I, yeah, I'm multitasking, yeah. as always. That's okay. But I'm doing stuff about the show. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. <coughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 62. 62 episodes of the Changing Perspectives podcast. We just actually celebrated a year in production, Jenny. Um, you didn't get me an anniversary gift. You said I you didn't. were going to. Mm-mm. Remember? Well, remember we talked about how I got you <coughs> show content? Uh, no, I don't remember that. Happy anniversary. But I've been buying myself stuff. Oh, that's good. I, well, I bought like new wall stuff for our yeah, office here. Yeah, did we post here. a picture yet? Uh, I don't think so. Well, by the time this drops. And today, new throw blankets for in here should oh, be coming. Oh, nice. Which is great for me because I'm an old lady and always cold. I'm really liking the new studio. Mm-hmm. Um, which so is Norma Jean. A, yeah, so is Norma Jean, which doubles as an office, which is really cool. Um, by the time this episode drops, which will be April 7th, mm-hmm. Tuesday, April 7th, um, we will definitely post pictures of our new signs, which are awesome. Yep. Very cool. Yep, yep, yep. We have a changing perspective sign, a blog sign, uh, you got like this your logo, boring. and Dizzy Bird Studios. Boring. It's not boring. It's okay. exciting. Okay. And I love what you did with our bulletin board. All kinds of um, great inspirational quotes. Well, if you go back to our episode, hold on, I just put this all in my, my note. Uh, episode 60, released on the 23rd of March, Working From Home. It's really important that your surroundings when you're working yeah. from home are um, conducive to the work you're doing. So it was really important for me to make use of this bulletin board. Did we put this up when we moved in? Yes. That was stupid of us because it's now like that. a permanent fixture yeah. of this room. Um, but I put a bunch of inspirational quotes up there. So I love it. it's in my eyesight, my eyeline whenever I'm seeing patients now. Maybe we should share one on each episode. Um, you want to share one? You pick one. Okay. <clears throat> how about um, the bottom right there? Do you know how to read? I was going to let you read it. Oh, thanks. It's never too late to be what you might have been. I love it. I, I didn't know I was sharing these quotes, so I don't have authors. I don't know. But that's by someone. I just came up with it right then. Okay, cool. Uh, speaking of inspiration, we have such a special, amazing show coming at you right now. We had our first guest in a while, um, not in studio, because we can't do that right now, but maybe the future. Social distancing. Social distancing. But long, long, long overdue was an interview with our good friend, dear friend, Mr. Michael Karen, who is the founder um, of GetBurly.com. You guys have heard GetBurly ads run on Changing Perspectives for a little while now. Um, but Mikey is a friend of ours from just about 20 years ago, almost just shy of 20 years ago. Um, we studied abroad with him in our study abroad program semester at sea, which we've talked about in the show before. We talk a little bit about that with Mike during this interview. Um, really became really, really close friends with Mike. Um, and we are so pumped to have him on the show. Yes, for sure. So uh, he has some, such great info and content to share with everybody about health and wellness, um, and how to maintain that during the quarantine as well. Um, just, just more a lot about his, um, philosophies in general, which we were so pumped to talk to him about. We could have talked to him for hours and hours and hours. 
Um, but we try to keep it to just about an hour. So do you have anything to say before we play the interview? I, I think that um, it's very evident. You can hear that he is living his life. He's yes, got he's yes. got a little kid, a, a, a little a young son, um, a daughter who I think is our youngest age and then his wife. Yep. And so um, we we just allowed it sort of to unfold naturally. So you can hear sort of background noise. Um, and that's just in a snapshot into how busy his life is. Yes. And you'll be able to see, despite how busy his life is and how full his life is, how much he's still able to commit to taking care of himself and being the best version of himself. Yeah. So good, that's it. That's all I have for tying that in. Thanks. All right, everybody. From GetBurley.com, here's Mr. Michael Karen. Enjoy this interview. Mikey. Yes, sir. Welcome, buddy. <laughs> Welcome to Changing Perspectives. It has been, I've been like, you and I have been talking about getting you on the show for pretty much since it started last year, I think. So welcome. Yeah, well, you know, we had to wait for this crazy epidemic to happen, for this to happen. But, you know, all know. we're doing is bringing light to the darkness, brother. You know, we needed to wait until a time like this to just uh, to yes. raise the bar for people and give them a little sunshine in this Excellent. uh in this difficult time so that's 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 the way i'm looking at this jenny are you so excited mike is on the show i'm so excited it's so it's so surreal because it's been almost 20 years since we we met each other right yes. it'll be 20 years this fall <laughs> isn't it that will. crazy to think that's about crazy yeah so we'll do mikey we'll do we'll record like a little intro before you know the interview starts so we'll probably give a little background but you're i mean mikey karen is one of our oldest dearest friends coming up on 20 years um we don't get a chance to hang out in person all all that much but you and i have a pending beer date for sure (laughs) that's on the books well not on the books it needs to be on the books yes sir but it's been a long time it's so great to have you man yeah no i appreciate it i you know we um the three of us share something that i i don't think too too many people share and that's you know not just the history of our friendship and you know i think you know, life happens and, and people lose touch with each other, I think. So one thing, kudos to us, is that we haven't lost touch. Um, so that's, you know, 20 years of friendship, I think, is, is one thing that's unique in and of itself. But then the fact that we have quite literally circumnavigated the globe together is in a whole nother. Uh, that could probably be an episode in and of itself. It probably could. It could be like yeah. a whole podcast, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I think, you know, there's this sense that, despite the fact that we haven't seen each other in person, when you go through something like that uh, with people, it just, you know, I think the, the connection and the bond remains so strong and, you know, it's, you pick up right where you left off and, and that's how I feel. I feel so comfortable. I, I got up this morning and I was just so amped. I had so much crazy energy um, for this call. And, you know, whenever I, take part in these things. I always try to, you had crazy energy. That's not like you at all. I was going to say, isn't that how you wake up every day? Well, yeah, but, but I would say even more so. I mean, Ashley, you know, my wife was like, what, what did you take this morning? I mean, I just been (laughs) bouncing off the wall. Um, I took, you know, everybody's trying to get creative right now with, with staying in shape and staying healthy. So I'm like, you know, all my fitness equipment is at my gym. I don't really have anything here. I left it. I left it there before we closed it down, and I don't have access to my gym now. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been getting creative here. So I had the water jugs this morning, like the big jugs that are delivered. And I was doing all kinds of. I'll post a video later, but I was doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And 
She's like, what are you doing up there? And I'm like, I got to get fired up for the show today. I just, uh, I listened to a couple episodes early this morning. I mean, I've been getting up every day. I'm on a 5.30 call, uh, 5.30 a.m. call every day since we went on lockdown. I've been on this call. Um, It's with doctors from all over the world. And it's just, it's a great call for me to kind of wrap my head around what's going on and and, um, think about how I can be of the best service I possibly can to you know, to everybody, you know, I think this is a time where we want to like think globally, act locally. And, and it really helps me get my head straight. So I did that. And then it was just like, I was just, you know, bouncing off the wall, listening to your podcast, jumping around, just all excited. I felt like I was, I felt like it was like that first day of semester at sea. You know, I was just like, yeah. yeah. And I just, it just, it just brought me back. Yeah. I was just thinking about, you know, sitting in the dorm room, you know, so idealistic, solving all of the world's problems together. No, I back know. in the fall of two thousand, <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah, there was a different time in the world. No cell phones, really. I, I mean, I I only accessed my email when we got to a, a country that had like an internet cafe, right? Yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh, that, I remember in the, like the old dial-up. <laughs> yeah. What, was oh, yeah. Mikey was Mikey with us in that little car, the little like rickshaw in India where we were going to an in- internet cafe? Was that me? Yes, or Mikey. I think you were or a right cab. There, Mikey. I don't remember. I remember one. Sounds about right. The first one I went to was in Vietnam. Maybe it was Vietnam. Um. I don't remember. remember. Anyways. So I I don't know if we'll just give background now. So we talked about semester C a little bit in previous episodes, but uh, changing perspectives fans, you're getting a rare glimpse into um, someone that traveled the world on that amazing program semester at C actually this. So it's a study abroad program for those that don't know, go ahead and Google it. Well, actually drop a link, I guess in the show notes. Um, the Institute for Shipboard Education. But basically, it's a study abroad program for a semester, and you go to school on a converted cruise ship. Uh, that's a floating campus, and you tour the world, travel the world, and you learn and you immerse yourself in the cultures. Um, and this past, this current semester, because of the COVID outbreak, unfortunately, all those kids their semester ended so abruptly and so it's so sad to see that jenny you you sort of monitor that whole decision right oh yeah because well because now they're they're connected so they're able to like be on instagram and twitter and post um sort of live from the ship to their blog so they had to cut their um their voyage short they all got to South Africa. They had to skip like six countries. And then I think when they got to South Africa, they had a few days notice and were told they couldn't get back on the ship and they had to figure out a way to get home um, because the fear was that no one would let the ship port um, if they continued right. on. So, yeah, really sad. But I'm glad that that we get to um, have had a full experience of semester at sea. And I'm sure that those people, those kids, those adult passengers that had to cut their voyage short, I'm sure that their relationships are even more cemented because of that experience now. Absolutely. No, and that, and that's what it is. I mean, you, you experience the world together, as Mikey said um, a few moments ago, and that is something that you just can't replicate. Um, And it's a, it's an experience that's hard to describe. Right? <laughs> it really, it really kind of is. So, 
Well, it's, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I don't get to talk about it all that much. And it's like, it just, I'm, I'm getting, I'm just, I'm getting so excited right now. Just, just thinking <laughs> back as you know, we, I just, re, cause I remember it was so hard for me to do that, to just to, to make that happen. And it was like a huge goal of mine, you know, oh, yeah. and you think of, you know, you think of your life in chapters and you think like, I think back and I think of the big things that I was committed to and wanted to accomplish, you know, by the time I ended high school. And there were some big, like I had some huge major goals, you know, I worked really hard and and I hit those. And then when I got to college, it was like, you know, just trying to figure everything out, you know, try, what do I want to do with my life? What do I want? Where, what direction do I want to go in? And, you know, for me, I always knew that I wanted to be able to like stand and deliver. I always knew that I wanted to be able to deliver something of like tremendous value to people. But I was like, I don't, you know, not that I was discounting my experience, but I was like, I got to. I have to have some worldly experience. I have to do some things, you know. I've got to, I've got to have some worldly experience and be able to bring some perspective to the table to people, whether that meant teaching or starting Get Burly, which, you know, who knew at that point in time that that would be the, the direction later on down the road. But I was like, I got to do something, you know. And, I, you know, I don't come, you, you know, we, you, we come from similar backgrounds. Um, right. And I would right. say that that was the exception as opposed to the rule on semester at sea, uh, you know, there was tremendous wealth on that chip. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of kids, um, you know, young, young men and women thought, you know, it was like a booze cruise for them. Whereas for yes. us, it was like, we were in, we took advantage of every single possibility. We can. I mean, I remember going to, um, core every morning, like getting there first thing, coffee, ready to go, just in just wanting to soak up everything that I possibly could from the, you know, the cultural and global perspectives classes that we were taking. And it was like, you know, if you think about it, every teacher on that voyage had to have spent time in at least two of the countries on the itinerary. And they had to have had at least a minimum of a PhD in their field. So it's like, okay, so you've lived in at least two of the countries on the itinerary, plus you have your PhD, like what, like the amount of life experience, just that in and of itself I just wanted to empty my cup and just and just try to, you know, get as much yes. as I could out of it. But just I just go back to like, I mean, it took me like three years to, to figure that out, how I was going to make it work, how it was all going to happen. And it was just like a huge goal of mine to be able to have some international experience to to broaden my horizon so that I felt like when I would when I, you know, coming out of that, I would have something more valuable to to deliver to people. And, you know, I just remember applications after applications and you know i it was almost i mean the amount of grant money that i got for that like i i almost didn't pay for that like what i ended up paying for that was so minimal because i just it, because i spent three years of just work, focusing right? on on how i could me you know, too f- figure that out no i'm and, with you like, um, you know for, was, for me i went to i was at umass boston at the time and i don't know I, I was very fortunate to be dealing with people in the financial aid office that were so supportive of my goal. And I, I definitely would not have been able to do it at, at all had it, had it not been for those amazing people in that office at this, at this commuting school in the center of Boston uh, back in the year 2000. I just, it wouldn't have happened. Well, and it's, that's, and that's, and, that's and, and you think about like, the way that you're paying it forward, you know, and where, where we're at now and, and our ability to try, you know, to, to do that for other people. And, you know, it might not be that they're applying this semester at sea, but whatever their life goals are. And I think that, 
you know, when things come full circle like that and we, and we think back and we, and we think about the people that, you know, have, have lent a, a handout, you know, I, I, I love to think of things. There is this concept that was recently brought up to me at a seminar I attended with Frank Shamrock, Frank Shamrock, the, the UFC fighter, um, I had an opportunity to, to spend some time with him and to meet him in person. And he, he told me about this ethos that he's sort of followed throughout his life. And, you know, he called this the, the warrior ethos. And he, and he talked about the circle of life. And he talked about how, you know, he likes to think of things in a circle. And he likes to think of sort of categories of, of where we're at in relationship to other people. And so there's, there's people that want to be where you're at. They're, they're striving, they're trying, they're, they're doing everything that, that they can to try to sort of get to a place where, where you are currently at. And so our job in that, in that situation, that circumstance is to reach our hand out and, to pull, and do everything we can to pull those people up. And then there's the people that are sort of at, on the same plane as us and they're on the same level with us. And instead of necessarily looking at them as competition, to look at them and say, how can we serve one another? How can we create a mutually beneficial and synergistic relationship where we can connect with one another and, and work to create something out of our blended experiences that's meaningful for as many people as possible? And then there's the people that we're sort of reaching up for, right? And so they're people that have traveled the path that we want to go on. And so we're reaching out to them uh, in as many ways as we can and trying to say to them, how can I add value to what you have going on in your life right now? So it's like, plus minus equal, you know? And so I think by when you are talking about these people that are on, you know, we're in that financial aid office and, and, and at that stage of their life, you know, they were like an equal and you were a minus and they were, and they were, you know, pulling your hand up. Yeah. And, you know, I think it comes full circle and I like to think of things like that, you know, plus minus equal and, and think about, you know, Every person I come into contact with, whether it's for a very, very brief time period or perhaps it could be a long time period, how can I become a better person for having known them and how can they become a better person for having known me, even if it's a very you know, brief and short time period? Right. That's a really great way of looking at things. I, I've always admired you for the way you look at the world, Mikey Karen. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I think now would be a good time for, for Mikey to tell everybody about Get Burly. I know we've we've... Um, run some ads about Get Burly, but I think it's always great to hear it from the founder. Yes. So, well, can I just say before he dives in, the the term Burly <laughs> since the year two thousand, I have always just considered that to be synonymous with you, Mike. Yes. Just and I love that that's the name of your organization. It's perfect. So tell us about it. Well, I appreciate that. Well, you know, it's interesting, you know, to to talk about it while we're on a podcast called Changing Perspectives, and so. You know, before I begin, I just want to first and foremost say thank you. And it's, you know, it's such an honor to be here with you guys. And I'm so glad you guys started this venture um, because, you know, you both have this real sense of interpersonal connection and the ability to to help people change perspectives in, in a positive light. And, you know, I, I think it would be it would be a shame if you if you didn't do something like this. So I'm really glad that you did. And the other thing that I want to say is. You know, our most valuable asset is time. And so the fact that you've taken this time to spend with me, you know, especially during this difficult time, you know, I just, I really appreciate it because, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, it's all we have is time. And so how you choose to spend that time right. is, I think, what matters most. So mm -hmm. glad that you spend it with me and give yeah. me the opportunity to, to talk a little bit. So, you know, as far as Get Burly itself, you know, I think it meshes well with, with changing perspectives because in, in some ways that's what we want to do. 
But the term brewery itself refers to being strong, sturdy, and well-built. Um, you know, if you just look up textbook definition, that's what it's about. And really what we're working to do is to develop strength in the inside out. You know, we really want to get to people on a level of emotional resilience, mental toughness, and, you know, whatever you want to call it, spiritual growth. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, within a religious context, but, you know, to develop, you know, um, mind and spirit and then and then body you know a lot of times people think of burly you know it's like you know the term burly itself and they and they immediately go to the physical connotation but real strength comes from the inside out and so that's what we that's that's our goal that is our mission statement is to empower people to make and sustain the commitment to being the best version of themselves and we talk about being the best version of yourself mentally spiritually physically socially and emotionally which truly is a lifelong pursuit but it's one of those things like once your eyes been opened you, and you've seen it and you've seen the possibility for growth, you, you can't really ever go back. And so what we want to do is support people, you know, along that journey. And so what that means and what that looks like for us is we conduct uh, our Get Early Team Building and Leadership Development Division conducts workshops, seminars, and retreats for athletic teams corporate groups and educational institutions. And so that's, that's a portion of what we do. We also have a motivational speaker series. And then of course, um, you know, our training. So we do physical training, um, online physical training, and then we also do um, coaching um, as far as life coaching. So there's, there's a lot of different sort of legs and arms and legs of, of get burly. Um, but to go back to the mission, it's it's to motivate, encourage, and inspire people to make and sustain the commitment to being the best version of themselves. And, you know, the reason why we use the term burly is because of exactly what it means. You know, that whole essence of being strong, sturdy, and well-built and having your feet, you know, firmly planted in the ground and knowing who you are and what you stand for as far as your purpose, your passion, and your principles. So we try to help people clarify what those are so that they can take a stand in this world with a sense of being grounded within their purpose and their why. That is amazing. I love that. And I, I love what you're about and what I basically, I've been trying to, ever since you launched this, I've been, you know, I've been sort of tracking it and um, paying attention to all the things you're, you're doing. I particularly love how involved you get in high school sports programs. Can you talk a little bit about that, Mikey? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting. I just, put out um, basically 10, uh, 10 ways to best start your day for the high school athlete. So, you know, kind of dealing with this, what we're, what we're dealing with right now. Um, and I sent it out to a bunch of coaches and, and, you know, some, some people that are working with high school athletes because, you know, not just high school athletes, everybody, you know, especially that age right now is, is a little bit lost and kind of floundering and, and you know, one of the things we talk about is building runway, right? So what's going to happen eventually is we're going to get back to, we're going to get back to normal. We're going to get back to, I think there's a new normal now, but we're going to get back to, um, we're going to get back to business and it's going to be in a new way, but we're going to get back. So the high school athletes are going to get back to, you know, they're going to get back to, to training. They're going to get back to playing their games, you know, right now it's spring season. So, you know, baseball, lacrosse, you know, outdoor track, all that stuff's being put on hold, but you know, uh, 
I'd like to think that summer baseball is going to happen. And then in the fall football is going to happen. So, yes. And, and we have to stay optimistic and positive about that. So we want to build runway, which what I mean by that is, you know, we got in order to be ready for takeoff, there's got to be a runway. You're not just going to take off if, if it, without going down the runway. So building runway, there's, there's certain things that have to be done in um, ahead of time. Right. And so we always talk about the six P's proper prior preparation prevents poor performance. And so we want to make sure that, you know, these, these young, these young kids are staying active and they're, and they're doing the things that they need to do. Um, so I'll just go through them with you real quick. Um, so these are 10 things, any, you know, cause I always want to try to add some value for your, for your just audience. So you know, what's going to happen is I'm going to play this recording, this section for our <laughs> soon to be high school athlete who's going to, who's about to enter his freshman year because his number, his favorite thing to do is sports and he wants so much to be successful um and he's starting to think about it a lot he's working out um every other day pretty much so this is like very apropos (laughs) all right so i'll just i'll just rip through this real quick okay and i can send you guys a copy of this what i sent out but so you know here here are some things that are within your control so we always talk about locus of control there's so much right now that's outside of our control but again, life's 10% what happens to you, 90% how you can respond to it. And that's our ability to control those responses that dictate outcomes. So what we've got to focus on right now is controlling the controller. So a couple of things that, that we can control. Number one, don't jack up your sleep. Go to bed early, wake up early, stay on routines. Don't stay up all night playing video games. Get at, least, get at least eight hours of sleep. This does a few things. It keeps your immune system strong and be able to fight this thing off. And it keeps you mentally and physically sharp. Like I would always say when I was a baseball coach, look sharp, be sharp, right? So you still got to wake up. You still got to present yourself in the right way. Like I'm, I'm up every single, this, this whole thing, I told you I was on a 5.30 crawl every single morning. I'm not, you know, I'm not going into work or anything like that, but I'm still getting up. I still have my routines. So we got to stay on those routines. Number two, maintain a positive internal dialogue and be mindful of who you're following, right? So many kids following in, uh, on social media right now and who you're paying attention to. Remember, keep your circle of influence tight. This includes in-person interaction, but also via social media as well. Keep your influences positive. What you think you become. Okay. So now here's 10 things that we can be doing, right? So it starts with setting an agenda the night before for what you want to accomplish the next day. And here's what that might look like for a high school athlete. In bed at 9 p.m., wake up 6 a.m., drink water, brush your teeth, take a shower, change. 6.30, write in your journal for 10 minutes reflecting on your annual and five-year goals and plans. What do you want your future to look like? Do this every day. Dreams don't magically happen. We have to put them down and then do the work to make them happen. 6.45, begin your workout routine. There's so much you can do with just your body weight. I've been sending people workouts every day. You can follow Gip Burley for that. Uh, 8 a.m., check in on your Google classes and school emails and map out how you're going to attack your schoolwork for the day. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Okay, 9 a.m., healthy breakfast. Also, supplementation is important during this time. I've been on a 5.30 call with doctors from all around the world, and here are what they're saying. Here's what they're saying as far as building up a strong immunity system during this time. Vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, echinacea, oregano. 10 a.m., more schoolwork. 11 a.m., skill work. This could be whatever your sport is. If you're baseball, mold your glove, oil it up, get it how you want it. 100 slow concentrated swings. If you're a football player, it could be ladder work, speed work, foot drills, ball skill drills, catching with one hand, catching with two hands, tennis ball drills, football drills. 12 o'clock, healthy lunch, drink your water. A good goal to set would be 64 ounces per day. 1 o'clock, 
100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 50 burpees. This will snap you back in to finish your day strong so that, that you don't have that afternoon lull. That's 10 steps right there to start your day. The rest of the afternoon should be about finishing up your schoolwork and studying film. This is a great time to study film, whether you're watching yourself play, whether you're watching people you look up to play, study the game. Build your runway and get ready for takeoff. So those are just 10 simple things. And that only takes somebody you know, from when they wake up to 1 o'clock. But if you were to do something like that every day from 6 a.m. to 1 o'clock, I guarantee you the rest of your day is going to be freaking awesome. Like one of the things we always talk about is win the day, right? So what, what we're doing with you know, young athletes was your original question. We're, we're trying to do this with everybody is help them set up their day for success. Win the day, right? Because there's, there's a gap, right? There's a gap in everybody. There's the gap between where I am now and where I want to be. You know, we call this the performance gap. And what do we need to do to close that gap? We've got to build in the habits, routines, and rituals that allow you to, to, to close that gap in incremental small steps. It doesn't happen overnight. But if you think about it, right, think about it in this month, 30 days, 30 days on lockdown. What are, and you're doing something, you know, you're, do, you're taking these steps every single day for 30 days. Think of where you'd be in 30 days if you just did those things I just mentioned. 30 days later. So, you know, our big message for, you know, for the young athletes we work with is, you know, there's, there's these dreams and there's these aspirations and there's these wishes that, that, that athletes have, but what I don't see consistently, and this is why not everybody makes it. I don't see consistently the willingness to put in the work that's required to get there. So we try to focus a hundred percent on what are the things that you should be doing and how do we maximize time? How do we maximize the time so that we can be doing the right things academically, the right things in the community, and then, of course, the right things with regards to strength and conditioning and our specific skill work? You know, one of the things we always say to young people is it doesn't matter who it is. It could be Josh and Jenny. It could be the football coach. at, at Whit, You guys are at Whitman Hanson, right? Yeah. It could be uh, somebody in the community. It could be your math teacher, your English teacher, your history teacher, your science teacher. They should all be saying the same things about you. Because your reputation should be the same. You shouldn't be acting so, oh, because the coach is watching right now, I'm going to work really hard and I'm going to bust my butt. No, it can't be that way. There's no magical switch you can turn on come Friday nights. So you talk, talk about football now. If you yeah. haven't done the right thing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, there's no magical switch you can, you can suddenly turn on come Friday. It, it doesn't work that way. And anybody that thinks it does is under some illusion. So what we really do is work to build in the, 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 ha the habits, routines, and rituals that have time and time again proven to lead to success. So Sorry, have, that was a lot. <laughs> so well, this is what's going to happen. So you are going to move in, and you're going to run Jackson and Jacob's life for the next two years. That's what's going to happen. As you can tell, I get a little – sorry, I, get, that was, I know that was so a lot. Awesome. I, get, I get fired up when I talk about this stuff. We know that. Because I just – I just want to see, you know, I want to see people get where they're trying to go. And, and, and most people are under this illusion that they're in the driver's seat of their own life, but they're really not because they're not controlling the controllable aspects of their life. And they're letting outside things influence them and control them in ways that are detrimental to what they're actually trying to accomplish. Well, and I think what's going on right now with the pandemic is a good reminder of that, right? Like it's a great reminder of the things that we actually can't control. And it's a great reminder that this is our opportunity to figure out what are the things we can control and how can we use right. this, this time to sort of get ourselves to a, a place that we want to be. Well, in that line is, is I think for a lot of people become blurred um, right now because there's, you know, there's so much 
uncertainty and there's so many unknowns. But we can boil down. We can boil down to 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 some really really basic things about you know our health, our wellness, our sleep. You know, I think it's a time to to really focus on. You know, fill. You got to fill your cup in order to be able to 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 do some great things in this world. You know, there's some there's a lot of great things happening right now. You know, I'm taking part in an initiative um, with a company called Nutri Meal Plans to feed. You know, the Boston healthcare workers. Uh, they've got something awesome going on right now. You know, uh, just reaching out to neighbors. You know, that's awesome. Touching base with you know supply chain companies and figuring out how how do, how do we get masks? Out? How do we get you know, um, how do we get the supplies that we need out to the people that we can as fast as we can to help with this thing? But I, you know, before that, it's like, you got to fill your cup, you got to fill the cup of your family. And those are things that we, I think if we really zero in, we can all control those things, but it takes, in, it takes intentional practice. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for a lot of people that's, that's difficult, but everything's habitual, right? So like for me, I can't not work out. Like it's become ingrained like that that habit of waking up every day at you know the, the latest I ever wake up is five and and just attacking a workout like it's 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 habitual you know controlling my breathing and having a meditation practice is habitual you know spending authentic quality time with my family is habitual because it's it's something that I practice and you know so I think it's just a matter of to go back to your original um, sort of comment Jenny about controlling the controllables it's, it's, you know, we got to zero in right now on really what is within our control. And I think it has to start with, with filling your cup so that you can then pour into others. One of my favorite quotes is from Eleanor Brown. You cannot serve from an empty vessel. And I think it's so true. And our sort of self-care, taking care, filling our, our own cup, I think so many of us assume will happen naturally. And really, it doesn't. We really have to be mindful about it. We have to be deliberate, deliberate about it. And we have to plan for it. And, and, you know, for me meeting with my clients, my patients all week, that is a theme that I'm seeing really come to the surface throughout this whole pandemic is that people are not really taking care of themselves. They're not giving themselves permission to do that. And then they're wondering why they're not able to do really anything. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I like, I love the, the 10 steps that you outlined for high school athletes. And I really think that applies to everybody, you know, starting your day with, with a very clear start time, and very clear intentions and plan for the day is something we all could benefit from. And it's going to allow us that space to take care of ourselves and our family. I know that I was feverishly writing notes while you were talking, Mike. And I, <laughs> I, like I was, and I'm not even joking. I'm not even trying to make a funny joke, but like, seriously, what you think you become like, that is amazing. Not only for high school students, high school athletes, but for everybody. That's, I mean, I just, you know what? You guys can talk. I'm going to meet my mic. I'm going to do 10 burpees right now. I just feel I'm all fired up. I'm going to do it. <laughs> There's no reason not to, you know, and, and it is, it. I mean, you're, you, we, we are the sum of our thoughts and you know, it's, it's, I think it's so important to really be intentional about, you know, who's within our sphere of influence. You know, who are we listening to? Right. You know, like I'm not going to let someone into my space or, or like a show, a podcast into my mental space unless I know that it's going to help me to, to serve others in a way that is connected to my why. And I think that, you know, everybody sort of has to think about that in terms of what that means for them, you know, and to go back to a high school athlete, like who are you spending time with? Right. So decision-making becomes easy once you have a clear and grounded why, 
you know, it, it's, it's in, and, and for young people, I think for everybody, but especially young people, there's peer pressure, there's the social stigma of trying to fit in. Right. So there's all these, there's so many decisions that young people are making from the time they wake up to the time they go to bed. And, and a lot of times they're pushing and pulled in different directions and they don't know how to make a decision. And, and once you can gain some clarity, and that's why I mentioned the journaling practice about consistently journaling about who it is that you are, what it is that you want, what do I want now? You know, what do I want a year from now? Setting some concrete, clear and realistic goals and reflecting on them con- consistently. And so decision making then becomes very easy because does the decision that I'm about to, to make take me one step closer to or one step further away from my why? And that's if 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 somebody asks themselves that question, it's it's easy. Now, the right thing to do and the hard thing to do are often the same thing. So we've got to develop the tools to make those decisions, which is that's where the mental toughness and the emotional resiliency comes in. But having grounded clarity about where you want to go really helps decision making become a lot easier. No, absolutely. And that message is so important as we not only in normal life, but in this new life. And a lot of my questions for you today, Mike, were about how do you maintain this you know, this way of life during this craziness where we're sheltering in place, we're quarantining, you can't go outside the house without a mask or, I mean, this is, this is nothing that anyone could have predicted what we're going through right now. And, and it's so inspiring and motivating to hear you sort of living, you know, your mantra in, in spite of this, right? And that's important. And it's, it's hard to maintain anything, uh, any normalcy during something that's so abnormal. No, I agree. I agree. And, you know, I just think, you know, for your, you know, just for your audience, I, I you know, look, it's, it's, it's hard for everybody. It's been hard on us. It's, it's hard for everybody, but we've got to go back to those controllables. And, you know, like, so just that, that 530 call, it helps me stay grounded, you know? And so that it's, it's something that I'm, that I'm able to get on every day. Like I said, it's a, there's, it's with doctors from all over the world. It's with some, you know, pretty high level business executives um, that are, you know, sort of talking about the market. And basically we go around the world and they, they, they call on somebody from, you know, all these different countries and they kind of touch base on the status and where we're at. And um, you know, what, what the doctors are saying though, as far as building your immune system up consistently they're all saying that the following vitamin c vitamin d zinc zinc is huge echinacea and oregano so i've just made made sure to make sure that i have that um every single day that i'm that i'm getting you know my supplementation in to consistently build up you know the immune system you know exercise is is so important in, in terms of building up your immune system and there's there's so many things that you can do you know even while just at home with body weight and you can modify things in so many different ways so making sure that we're staying on routines making sure that we're getting our supplementation making sure that we're exercising and making sure that we're you know we 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 control our internal dialogue right so oh, that's one of those things that I think is friends. off well it's 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 clearly within our control, right? But a lot of times people don't focus on it. And I, it's funny because my internal dialogue and my external dialogue almost sort of, you know, they, they flow with each other. So I have, you know, the, the morning ritual, like I talked earlier about winning the day, like that's something that I've focused on over the last like 10 years. Like I've really dialed it in. Like I've got the, I've got my morning ritual down to like a science now because I just want to be, 
you know, I want to be going into my day and any interaction I have with anybody just with so much energy and, and positivity. And so I think we really got to focus on that. And, and it's funny because I'll be, when I do my, my sort of mantras and when I'm working to control my internal dialogue, my external dialogue comes out. So I'll be like in the shower super early and, you know, um, you know, sometimes like Stadler will wake up and, and Ashley will come in and she'll be like, what are you, who are you talking to? Cause I'll be literally talking out loud. Like I'll be, you know, just pumping myself up for the day and, and talking about, you know, just, just certain mantras I have uh, about being the change that I want to see in the world and about, you know, just, just winning and being positive and having positive energy and, and, and making big impact. And I literally like, I'll, I'll, I'll literally like chant things in the shower and it's kind of crazy. And Ashley's like, what the hell are you doing in there? But it's like, that's it's just awesome. one of those things where it's you got to build yourself up for the day. Like if if you're not doing it for yourself, don't you can't expect somebody else to, you know, like you got to build yourself up to be the to be who you want to be and the way you want to show up in the world is constructed by you. Like you we all have the power to construct that, but you got to tap into it and there are tools to tap into it. So, you know, mental visualization, journaling, meditation, internal positive internal and external dialogue developing a mantra for yourself about you know it, 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 it could that could be anything you know like i literally tell myself i'm a lion like i say that every day in the shower i say i'm a lion i am powerful beyond measure and i will impact the change i wish to see and in uh, i wish to see in myself and in this world like i say that over and over again and people could think that's cheesy people could think that's weird i i, I don't care it helps me show up with authenticity and high levels of energy and, you know, sometimes my mantra changes, but that's one that's been pretty consistent for me over the years. And, you know, there are others, but, you know, everybody has to develop that for themselves. And I think it's important, Jenny, I'm glad you're talking about that with people because, you know, in this time where there's so many things that we can't control, that's one that we certainly can't. And I think the first step, well, this has been your approach for, I think, the vast majority of your life, having this sort of positive mindset, getting in your head, building yourself up. There's a lot of people that are not quite there yet. And I think the first step for a lot of people is first turning up the volume on their internal dialogue and figuring out what it is they're saying to themselves throughout the day. Because most people just aren't even aware of how negative their own self-talk is in their own head. And, and so it's scary when I tell people to sort of dig into that, lean into that, and turn it up for a while and write down what they're saying to themselves throughout the day. Because a lot of right. people out there are really beating themselves up. So first you've got to sort of unlearn and stop saying all the negative stuff, those those sort of lies that you're saying to yourself, and at the same time, start to build yourself up. So I think these two things really go hand in hand. And now at a time like this, where everything is different, it's a great time to really learn about yourself. And if you're not someone who has those, um, those habits, those processes already in place, and it's not just about keeping a habit, it's about starting something new, this is a mm -hmm. great time to do that because there's so many places out there that are, are sending really similar messages, right? Like if you follow the Get Burly brand on any of your social media platforms, you are sending, you're active, you're sending tips and strategies and articles and resources and videos all the time. And there's a lot of places out there right now doing that same thing. If people could benefit, if people could benefit from focusing on themselves right now. Yeah. And it's not, it's not selfish. That's the other piece. No. Like it's not, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, and even if you want to think of it as selfish, that's fine. Go ahead, call it selfish. But by by doing that, you it allows you to it allows you to serve from 
that full cup that yep. we talked about earlier. Yeah. So I, you know, I think, you know, you, you said it perfectly. You, you have to be in the space where you become conscious and that's where the conscious of your, of, of the way that you're speaking to yourself and in, in the, in your thought patterns. Right. And you know, that's where the meditation practices come in, you know, and there's so many tools out there, the headspace app, there's, you know, there's different things, but journaling, you know, journaling is so important. And I think, like you said, now's a, now's a great time to sort of start, pay attention to that stuff. And, you know, I've, I've totally tried to take the whole woo -woo out of that, you know, and I think, you know, I've had the opportunity to train with the Navy SEALs. I've been able to get, you know, a few different Navy SEALs sort of fitness slash leadership um, certifications. And I'm involved in a program right now as we speak to become what's called an unbeatable mind certified coach through the, you know, Mark Devine and in, in, in this Navy SEAL inspired program. And one of the things that I've been able to learn, which is just so cool, it's, it's the whole concept of the duality of man, you know, you're, you're training with these, these seals, you know, like the most badass people on the planet. And then, you know, you're, you're sitting there and you're, you're meditating with them and you're involved and you're doing yoga with them and you're journaling and you, you know, it's like, I've tried to instill this, especially in like, like you think about the typical, uh, let's just take, for example, the typical male high school football player, right? Like I want to demystify all of these sort of preconceived notions about yoga and journaling and writing and spending time in deep thought. And I'm like, okay, so who, you know, who do you look up to? Like who, who is your, you know, who's your favorite athlete of all time? Uh, Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. Well, do you know that Michael Jordan consistently practiced Zen meditation with his coach, Phil Jackson? When he, when he was, when he was at the highlight of his career, are you aware of that? Like, are you aware that he had a consistent breath practice? So I, I think, you know, we try to, you know, I think it's important to sort of, you know, demystify some of these practices that, you know, you look through the history of humanity and you think of, you know, most times when you think of, when, when, if you can connect who people look up to, you probably can find that they've were involved in, in one of these practices. And so it sort of helps in demystifying it. And I just want, I just want people to win. You know, I want people to be in the driver's seat of their own life and I want them to win whatever that means for them um, and to get out of their own way to do it. Hey everybody, Jenny and I want to tell you guys about Lashbinder. Yes, Lashbinder was created by celebrity makeup artist and host of the Clean Beauty podcast, Cassandra McClure. Lashbinder is a lash application tool and method that has changed the lash game forever. Lashbinder makes lash application easier, faster, and even safer than ever before. And with each Lashbinder sold, Lashbinder will donate one to a cancer patient who has lost her lashes due to chemotherapy. How amazing is that? That's super amazing. Lashbinder is available on Amazon and at select boutiques nationwide. And you can also visit Lashbinder.com. And just for our awesome listeners, you can enter the discount code Changing Perspectives at checkout for $5 off your entire order. That's also super amazing. Yes, it is. Visit Lashbinder.com, everybody. Lashbinder is number one because anyone can achieve perfect lashes in seconds every time. Um, And that is something that it's easy to forget, right? Especially in with what's going on now, but just in normal life, it's easy to forget that it might not take, it, it'll take more than you think it's going to take, right? 
and it's a true investment in yourself. Uh, and that's huge. Mikey, can you talk to us about eating and staying, you know, on a good eating plan during a time like this in a quarantine? It's easy to put your meal plan in the hands of Uber Eats and DoorDash. <laughs> DoorDash, right? So, like, how do you, you talked about boosting your immune system and your supplements and tell us some of the things that you can do people can do to stay on a good eating plan um while they're sheltering well it's like simplify right so now i think now is really a time to simplify your life right so what can i be doing at home right so you know the simple ingredients like the basic simple things you know so and, and there's so you know i'm not a registered dietitian i'm not a doctor so i you know I, but I just think when, when you look at this, when you look at kind of where diet has gone and, you know, <laughs> paleo and vegan and, and the ketogenic diet and all these different things, like, I just, I'm just like, keep it simple, basic, simple ingredients. You know, the biggest thing is water. <laughs> you know, if I could start anybody somewhere, I would just say, just make sure at the very minimum that you're starting your day because we're most dehydrated in the morning with a glass of water, you know, just start there. You know, I go into different places. I have lemon water and I put a little Himalayan sea salt in there. But if you just start with water and I try to drink it very slowly and before I'm done with that glass of water, I have to have stated three things that I am grateful for. And I try to say something new every day. So I know this is, this is, this is diet right? This is diet in terms of putting in your body, but yes. it's also the diet for your mind. So that's just something that any one of us can do. And it's like, now's a really important time to be, to, 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 to start your day with gratitude. Is it, is it hard because there's so much right now sort of working against us? Yes. But it puts us in a mind frame of, of hope. And I think that's where we need to be right now. So get your water in, right? And then before that, I drink it very slowly, very intentionally. I try to taste and feel the water, you know, kind of going down and I try to think of three things that I'm grateful for, right? And so, and then I like, I, personally me, I like to work out on, you know, an empty stomach. But, you know, starting your day with water, you know, getting, you know, just, just trying to make sure that we're conscious of what we're putting into our bodies in order to, to be as strong and as healthy as we possibly can. It's easy to kind of fall off the bandwagon right now. Um, you know, and it, it's, it's, it, everybody's in a different scenario. You know, are they, are you able to grocery, able to go to a grocery store? Are you able to have, you know, groceries delivered to your house? There's so many different factors right now. Um, so I just think it's important to, you know, start your day with water, keep things simple. You know, I, I try to avoid processed foods. You know, if you can get your vegetables in, that's, that's so important, you know, whether that's through supplementation, or actually, you know, cooking the vegetables and finding ways to get the vegetables, um, you know, and then, you know, there's so many, so much out there between, you know, carb intake and fat intake and all these different things. I, I don't want to get into all that, but, you know, just eat whole foods, avoid processed foods, try to get in as many vegetables as you possibly can, you know, don't overeat. If you're going to be snacking throughout the day, you know, just try to make sure they're healthy snacks. Like one of the most basic simple ways that I try to because most kids like like most people in general but especially kids they it's like the salty snacks they want the chips and the Cheetos and all those different things so just a easy way to replace that is just 
you know, nuts, any kind of nuts. I don't care if they're peanuts, pecans, you know, that's one of the things that I always say when you want that salty snack, just because you got, you can get, you can get those healthy fats, you know, instead of, instead of picking out on the chips. So, you know, eat whole foods, eat more vegetables, get your water in with every meal, stop drinking the soda, stop drinking the junk, get the, you know, get, get, make sure you're, you're just, you know, I don't drink anything besides water and coffee. I mean, that's pretty much that's like, or unless it's like a supplement, beet juice. I drink a lot of beet juice, but um, you know, whole foods, a lot of water and a lot of vegetables. You know, that's it. That, that's, I mean, it's not complicated. Try to keep it simple. I'm so bad with my water intake. Oh, Jenny's a superstar. Worst. I know. But mo- well, most of my water. Start your I, day though. That's that's a, you know, it's just just <laughs> chug it in the beginning of the day. Start your day yeah. with a huge thing of water before your coffee. That's a good plan. I should I should start doing that in the morning because my coffee. I'm literally drinking. I've finished half a French press during this recording. Like I'm a coffee person, big time. I probably drink too much of it. The other thing I put in my water is um, hops and barley. I put a little too much of that in <laughs> my water as well. <laughs> oh really? Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. But no, I, I actually let someone else do it. Um, and I buy it, but no, I need to do so much better with my water. And that's so, so, so important. But Jenny's a superstar with her water. You're like a fish, Jenny. I am. I am. Yep. Have you ever read the, um, the blue zones? Have you ever read the, um, the blue zones diet? No, no. Or about the blue zones? No, that one I don't know. So the blue zones, the blue zones are the areas in the world with the uh, highest percentage of people that have lived to 100 and longer. Okay. And essentially, what the what it chronicles is the lifestyle habits, not just in terms of what they're eating, but just in general lifestyle habits of the people living in these regions. And essentially, there's a couple different things, sort of what I described before. You know, they're they're eating off the land. They're eating whole foods. They're eating a ton. You know, a, a large percentage of their diet is vegetable. Um, they're they're having consistent connection, which is so important in a time like this, right? Like what we're doing now, finding ways to connect. So right. that could be, you know, there's a religious component to it or a spiritual component to it. it. Doesn't have to necessarily be religious, but there's a there's a spiritual component to their life. There's a consistent connection. So that's that's you know sitting down and having family dinners together. There's a high vegetable content portion um, of their diet and there's this concept of working with their hands or like you know living off the land working with their hands a lot of like old school hardcore uh, physical strenuous exercise outside so those are sort of the the categories of commonalities all over the world where people are living the longest. So I try to, you know, I try to adapt those, but you know, you got me thinking about that when you said the, uh, the barley and the hops, Josh, because <laughs> one of the things they talk about in Sardinia, Italy, the health, they say that's where the healthiest wine in the world is because it has the highest percentage of uh, heart healthy flavonoids. So if you're going to oh, indulge, wow. uh, indulge in your Sardinian red wines. That sounds good. I haven't had a good <laughs> Sardinian red wine in a long time. <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah. So there you go. So thank you for going through the diet stuff. That's it. So water is the biggest takeaway for sure. Um, I've always wanted to ask you about mindfulness. I know you talked about the Headspace app. Um, we've we've done a mindfulness episode as well on changing perspectives, but it's something that I've only scratched the surface on 
personally. I know Jenny has had a little bit more experience with it, but tell us how not only you practice mindfulness, but how does Get Barely sort of motivate and promote that? Wow. That's a great question. I don't think I've ever been asked that on a podcast oh, before. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I think as, as far as mindfulness is concerned, I, I think, you know, wherever you go, there you are, you know, and I always, I always love this whole idea of be where your feet are, right? So that's difficult, I think, for, <laughs> for many people. Um, I think the three of us have a tendency to, uh, to be a little bit of everywhere all at once. That's part of our, uh, maybe part of our personality. That is true. Um, and so there are certain things, you know, there's certain practices that you can do. One of the, one of my favorite mindfulness practices ever was um, for many years I worked uh, in construction. I worked as a carpenter. Um, and a lot of the time that I spent doing that, I was involved in cutting you know, cutting wood and, 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 you know, just making cuts for, um, the other guys that were up on the roof. And, and, you know, when you're working with a skill saw all day, if your concentration is anywhere else other than on that saw, you're, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna hurt yourself. And for somebody like me, that was such a great practice because I was able to be in the moment, you know, what eight hours a day, you know, whether I was, you know, working with the nail gun, working with the skill saw, um, you know, just working with power tools is, you know, was a great way for me to sort of really zero in on what I was doing. And so, you know, being mindful is about being in the present moment and allowing yourself to just be there um, and not anywhere else. And, you know, th that can be done in a lot of different ways. People talk about, you know, washing dishes being a mindfulness practice. So that could be something that you can do. I've done um, experiences with, eating an orange from the moment you get the orange to holding it in your hand and feeling it and peeling it with your hand and you know just just kind of getting that first smell of the fresh orange as you open the peel up and then piece by piece and slowly feeling the the juice that you know the, the the orange juice just sort of drip down your throat and just really like savoring an orange and you could you could eat an orange for just you know for 15 minutes and just focus on that and it's just like i have to i have to ask you a question about that mikey yeah, yeah. Have, we've talked about this in the episode i thought we did jenny you could i correct me if i'm wrong i've done but... one with eating a hershey kiss too i've done a mindfulness oh, uh, exercise with that too have you ever <laughs> like eaten an orange, orange in the shower <laughs> no i, I don't think question. i have but that sounds question. that's not, i mean i'm a big fan of um practicing mindfulness in the shower, believe it or not, that's where I do a lot of my yeah. um, internal dialogue focus. Like I'm always talking to myself in the shower in a very focused, mindful uh, way, but I've never done that. So that would be an interesting way to sort of combine two different mindfulness yes. practices. Well, I've done it. I've done it. I tried it once and I actually really enjoyed it. Jenny thinks it's weird, but I got this idea from her. I forget where you heard it from. Jenny, Jenny of all things I'm that Josh does <laughs> being weird. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's, that's probably part of the course with you, Josh. I've also been hearing lately that people do, people have shower beers. They have beer in the shower. I had like to crack open that. a beer. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's funny. It's funny. You, you know, you find these things that people, they, they, you know, anything you want to, if you want to justify something being like a good practice, you're probably going to find information out there that That's it can true. be, right? Yeah. Like, right, Jenny? I mean, confirmation yeah. bias, right? Like, so, 
Yeah, I've heard that, Josh. I've seen a couple articles out there about it. I'm not sure the validity of it, but hey, I mean, what's what the heck, you know? I mean, um, I like I, I do the cold showers. I do like the the, the, the back and the cold showers where I'll go, you know, um, 30 seconds of cold, and then I'll do like 10 seconds of hot, 30 seconds of cold, 10 seconds of hot. I like that practice. Another one I do, not, you know, gyms aren't open now, but another one that I love to do is I go into the sauna. And I go, I'll stay in there for like 20 minutes and get as hot as I can. And then I'll get out of there and I'll go right into the cold shower. And, and for like, probably I'll, I'll stay longer than I'll go like three minutes and just as cold as I possibly can. And, you know, getting it right up under the armpits and all the areas where it just hits you. It's just like, boom. I mean, when I come out of that, if you think I have, usually have, you know, crazy energy when I come out, I'm just like, woo. <laughs> um, so oh, I need to go to the gym with yeah, and there's not anything else I'm focusing on in that moment other than just kind of like, you know, being in the say, moment, dealing with the heat, dealing I, with the cold. Um, you, you know, you don't we have a choice but to focus on what's happening to you in your senses, right? Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, there's 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 a lot of information out there. This could be a whole other podcast about brown adipose fat tissue and stimulating the vagus nerve and all these other benefits that um you know, cold, ice cold and, 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 and ex- cold exposure can do for you. But if just in terms of mindfulness, you're hundred percent right. So we, we live on the lake and we'll go, I, I, I'll go out and cut holes in the ice in the winter and, and, and just go right in. And uh, Ashley's like, Ashley's like, what the heck? But, and, and you can't, fo- I mean, you just can't focus on anything else, you know, other than just sort of like, that's intense. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, for me, exercising is, a, is, is running is a mindful practice for me. So yes. one okay. of the things that I've tried to do lately is really work on controlled breathing. Like I've gotten so much into breath work lately. And, you know, one of the practices that I try to do when exercising, very rarely do I breathe out of my mouth when exercising unless I'm doing something super extreme. So when I like like I went on a five mile run yesterday with a uh, tire with a tire drag system. So I was dragging a tire running five miles in the entire time I that's was trying. Barely. I just need to say that. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, it, that it's, it is, it's a great workout. We should, we should get your, uh, your son doing that. It'd be great for his leg strength for football, but, um, and it's just something that, that you can do during this, uh, during this time of, of quarantine. Um, you know, can't get to the gym, but I can smoke my legs by getting out and, you know, run five miles with a tire, but I, I try to just nasal breathe the entire time. And so that's a very, very mindful practice. And, and there's so many other health benefits that go with learning, you know, how to um, just breathe in and out of your nose and why that's important. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a great mindful practice because you're, you know, you're really honed in on the breath and it allows your mind to kind of escape the wanderings and, and really be in the moment. So speaking of of mindfulness, Mikey, I've noticed um, for the past few minutes that you, well, for a few minutes ago, you were clearly outside. I was hearing the birds and I'm remembering that you have this beautiful like outdoor area. You live on the lake. I think that's another thing that's important for people to remember right now is that even though we are supposed to be practicing social distancing, we still can get outside and connect with nature. Um, little hard lately here in the Northeast where we've had a lot of rain, but even just hearing you being outside and hearing the birds in the background and hearing sort of the breeze instantly sort of lifted my mood a little bit, just that sort of calmness, that peacefulness. So I 
I'm glad that you stepped outside because it was a good reminder for me that nature is also there. <laughs> you know, I did that just for you, Jenny. You know, I was thinking about you. Well, I was also I was also enjoying hearing Ashley in the background because although I've never actually met your wife, Ashley, I feel like I know her because she is one of the funniest people on social media, like ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she yeah. keeps me. You know, that's the other thing that's so important during this time is just humor. Mrs. Like, Gip you know, Burley. yes, you got it's a Mrs. Gip Burley. You know, you got we got to we got to we have to we have to laugh, and we it's do. not to take what's happening light. Um, I, by no means right. do I do I mean to suggest that, but I just think it's it's important to have a little bit of humor. She's really really so. Stadler is outside right now, running down. So we put in this like dock and he's running down the dock and like like looks like he's just going to jump in the water and so Ashley's just running after him so yeah there's a lot there's a lot going on down there right now I'm just watching her like he's just he's he is uh he is on the move for sure yeah can so I just you're, you're tell busy. a funny story so real absolutely you can tell but I so our world right now um a lot of our worlds involve working from home and being on conference calls and the other day I was on a conference call with somebody who's got two young kids um and she said she's hold on hold on stop with the oreos and there was this bunch of kerfuffle in the background she came back on the phone and said yeah my two-year-old just broke into oreos and ate half the package <laughs> it's like that's um, the reality of that's the kind of thing that's world. happening right now yeah but, it's, it's 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 a little it's a little crazy for but sure but that same exact thing happened with us and our 14 year old the other day oh my goodness with Oreos or something yes. else? No, oh. he he literally. This is why he has to listen to this episode because oh he, there was a pack. You described of, his new schedule, by the way, uh -huh. six to one. That's what's happening. There was a pack of Oreo no. thins that were in our house, and I don't eat any of that, but we have it for snacks. And he came up to us and he said, "I don't know what happened. I finished the whole package. <laughs> it happened so fast. That's what he said." <laughs> he, does, he said he didn't know what happened. No, I don't. See, know now, if, if he does. If he doesn't know, then that wasn't mindful. Exactly. Uh, you know, exactly. Eating. Exactly. Right. Yes. So we we talked. Now, some about people say there's a very proper way to eat an Oreo. I'm not sure what that is, but you know, some people there's very specific ways with twisting and doubling them up, and you know, eating the cream first before the cookie, and all kinds of crazy that stuff. That could be so a I don't whole know. episode in itself. That could be. <laughs> there you go. See, I'm trying to give some ideas here. <laughs> So can I just say, as we uh, sort of get into the end of the hour here, but we could we could be talking to you for hours and hours and days. We have oh, actually yeah. we have yeah. talked to you for that long, um, <laughs> but we can do. You, we have to have you back on. By the way, it's a requirement. Anytime, you know yeah. that. But I just I'm in the studio. We talked before how Jenny and I are different spots in our house. So I'm in the studio, and I have the benefit of staring at pictures from semester at sea that are in here with me. And I have oh, to tell you, man. one of my favorite pictures oh. that we have on our wall is in Cuba. Where oh, when we're I'm like Kung Fu fighting that guy? Yes. Or just play, play fighting. I'm not really, I'm oh not my really. God. It's going to be wanna... my favorite picture <laughs> of all time. What was going on then? Like, what was that? What, why was I doing I, that? <laughs> I, don't, I think he was dancing. This Cuban gentleman on the, sh on the dock on the shores of wherever we were in Havana. And he was just doing his own thing. He was he was being mindful, I guess. And dancing. probably tried. I probably just wanted to join him. You did. You did. You did I join think, him. Yes. And I was savvy enough to snap a picture. So there we go. <laughs> oh, good times, man. That was that. You know, I, I'll be honest with you. That set the set the bar for the course of of my life in in so many ways. Yes. Um, and uh, 
it was a magical experience that one you know i would recommend anybody if they if they have the chance to do something like that um to certainly do it because you know it just broadens your horizon it does perspectives on life in a way that i don't you you just can't unless you unless you do something like that you can you know it's one thing to to read about places and books and which is great you know it's great in its own right but nothing can replicate the experience of going and being there and i mean Gosh, I could go on for days. I mean, uh, I know I was kidnapped in China, and I, I mean, it was, it, <laughs> I could go. I could go on <laughs> yeah. for days. Yes, we have a similar about, China. Uh, story we have a similar too. China story. And were you on the bus with us in India where we got <laughs> commandeered? I don't know if Mikey was with us that day. Did you go no, to? No, I, I was visiting all like the. Um, I did not go to the Taj. I was visiting all of the the um, temples. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I went. I was completely on my own. Ah, uh, yes. In that okay. one. I almost, yeah, that that was almost a, yeah. Yeah, we've, that, scary I was, thing. we, well, yeah, I, I, I ventured completely on my own and, but it was good. It was, it was a, it was eye-opening experience, but, um, you know, I, I know a lot more now about travel yeah. <laughs> than yes, I did too. then. <laughs> well, you know, so not only was it an experience that we're glad that we, we went, but also sort of tying it back into the very beginning, it was something that you had set as a goal for yourself and a desire and a dream and it was difficult, right? It took a lot of work, a lot of effort, a lot of planning. I think you said three years to get you to a place where you could actually do that. Imagine mm-hmm. if you had given up. Imagine if you had said, this is too hard. It's too much work. It's not meant to be. I'm not going to do it. You just said that that really sort of set the course for the whole rest of your life. And I think that's a really powerful statement to sort of pull out that it would have been easy for you to have walked away, walked away and given up and not put in the effort. But because you did, you've now not only have had that experience, but it changed the course of the rest of your life. And so that's a really powerful message to remember that these things in it life did. that are hard. And it changed the way I can impact other people. Absolutely. Just because something's hard, because it's a challenge, because it takes a long time to sort of get off the ground doesn't mean that you should walk away from it. In fact, most times it means you should sort of double down and make it happen. Right. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, having gone through that, I mean, I know, I mean, I know because I know you, but your audience probably doesn't know how much this has impacted who you are now and, and, and what you do and why you do it. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I, I don't feel like I have such a global perspective right now in the work that I'm doing. Um, and actually now that I have such a passion for grief and, um, understanding death and dying and sort of cultural reactions to that. I sort of wish I could do it again now mm, with that lens. Yes. And actually uh, a goal for me, for me is to go back on, well, it's not the U.S., it's not the SS Universe Explorer anymore, whatever the new ship is, is to go back mm-hmm. on as um, a clinical support member, you know, as like a therapist on the, on the ship, um, and be able to do some coursework around uh, death and grief and dying. And I've actually looked into it, and I meet the qualifications. The problem is, you know, I've got kids and dogs and a job. So this is something that's like a <laughs> 10, 20-year goal down the road. But that's where I sort of see myself heading at some point is bringing it sort of full circle and being able to go back again with a different lens. Um, but, yeah, so it definitely has had an impact, and, and it's not something I regret ever. Okay, well, just make sure that um, you let me know what what journey that is, because <laughs> maybe I can become the um, the fitness instructor on that yes. on that same Ooh, one. There we go. Yes, <laughs> love it. <laughs> Mikey, tell everybody where they can find you. Shout out your stuff. 
Uh, yeah, so every, it's easy. It's all get burly. Here's where people make the mistake. It's B-U-R-L-Y, not B-U-R-L-E-Y. Just uh-huh. B-U-R-L-Y. So it's all at get burly. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, the YouTube channel. It's all just at get burly. And then um, just www.getburly.com. So it's pretty easy. You know, we try to we try to keep it easy and streamlined for people. So it's just all at get burly or getburly.com. Awesome. Excellent. And we'll put a lot of the links in our show notes, but yes. I'm so happy oh, we got we'll to We'll run connect. the Get Burly out at the end of this, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I can't wait. I get my um, my Changing Perspectives t-shirt that I'm going to start rocking as soon as I get that bad, Larry. Yep. Yes. I ordered it yesterday, so um, I believe it said like seven to ten days. I can't wait. Well, it's hopefully it'll come along. When it does come, it'll come along with the good weather so I can actually wear a t-shirt because so. we need some sunlight. We need some vitamin D, some natural vitamin D yeah, we really, do. Really here in, in Boston. Yeah, I think it's coming. It's coming. It's a little brighter out there now, and it's not down. Well, if Jenny says so, I'm going to believe it then. <laughs> she well, is like, a weather person. I, I do. I've become sort of a weather nerd. I like I read all the, the charts and stuff like that, so I'm super excited about the reason for the weather that we've been having lately, but that's a different episode. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you? Guys, I'm. I'm pretty amazed with how well the three of us stayed on task for this episode. I, know. I mean, we, I know. we we started with questions. We ve- we ventured off like a, a little bit, but we all we brought it back, and we stayed relatively on task. I mean, I'm. This is for us. For us three, this is this is like. <laughs> I mean, and I, and I, I even know. did my burpees in the middle of it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going right, to go now. Thank um, you. We're going to so go much. talk to our, our high school student about um, yes. everything that you just told us. So thank you for, for that. <laughs> oh, I, and I'll send that. I'll send that the yeah. email that I've sent out to some coaches. I'll send it to you guys too. Perfect. Thanks. That's awesome. Um, and enjoy the rest of All your right. weekend. You Give Ashley stay. our best. And, and next time you're on, we have to figure out a way for Ashley to be on too. Um, yes, please. Yeah, you guys will like her a lot better than me. <laughs> <laughs> She's the better half. And it'll be in your audience will definitely laugh a lot more. <laughs> I'm telling you, she really is the funniest person I follow on social media. Yeah. I keep telling her she's gotta be on SNL. She really does, yeah. Yeah. There there that's your next <laughs> sort of expansion. That. Well thank well, you. Well maybe for- post quarantine we could do like one in person. Whoa, that would oh, be, awesome. be awesome. Yeah. Mikey lives on the North All Shore, right, we Mikey live Karen. on the South Shore. That's that's a hard distance to bridge. We're in the same state, but it's like South Shore to North Shore, a, just seems far, far away. away. Yeah, yeah. All right, our dog. Yeah, but I, 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 I saw you. I, I came to visit you when you were in Colorado. We can make this happen. <laughs> That's true. You did. You did. All right, buddy. All thank right, you, so much, thank you so much, pal. So much. All right, guys. Love, love you guys. Love, love you too. too. Take care. All right, take care. Jenny, how fun was it talking to Mike? It was so much fun. We were, you and I were in separate rooms, yeah. which was different, but I got to record the podcast from um, our bed yeah. with Norma Jean. <laughs> so you had your normal partner. Norma yeah. She's like my clinical intern. So she's also getting some intern hours yeah. as a podcast host, podcast um, producer. Yes. Mikey had such great uh, advice to share with everybody. Um, a lot of funny stories and, uh, that was just the tip of the iceberg. We will definitely have Mikey on again, maybe with Ashley as well, Mrs. Get Burley herself. So we'll shout that out in, in a few moments when we do the outro here. But um, visit getburley.com, everybody. Check Mikey out on all of the socials, Facebook, Instagram, very active. 
uh, and he's a lot of fun to watch, especially when he does those m- those early morning workouts, and he's just all fired up. Um, nobody can get fired up quite like Mikey. And that has always been yeah, since we the met truth, him, yes. almost 20 mm-hmm. years ago. Everybody, don't forget to submit your iTunes reviews. Go ahead and ra- rate us and review us on iTunes, and we'll read any new reviews over the year. I, I do have some to read in the future. I don't have anything prepared today. But I, we'll I have something. Some you do. What are you doing with your arm, with your microphone stand? I don't what know. is this new thing you're doing? Our I, audio I, is a my review off is my review is I don't like that. I don't know. I, I our audio is off since we did the. So holding your mic stand is going to help I don't know. it. I want to keep it up to my. It's not moving. It's not okay. We'll just see what weirdo. Happens. You you do have like knobs that you can tighten it with. That's true. Mm-hmm. I like playing with it though. Yeah, it's weird. It's very distracting. <laughs> okay. Um, that that was it. That was my you review. You teased me. I thought you had something to say. Nope. Like an actual listener's review nope. or something. Okay. Anything else to add as we finish up this episode, this Get Burly episode? Uh, no. Nope. I never right. have anything to add. It's just part. Of, it's okay. You I know. Thank you for that. offering. Yeah, yeah. For asking. Okay, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this one. That's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. For today's show notes links, you can check out www.getburly.com. Please follow us on Facebook, everybody, at Changing Perspectives Podcast and on Instagram at Changing Perspectives Blog. You can send us an email to changingpodcast at gmail.com. You can also visit our website by going to changingperspectivesblog.com. And while you're there, don't forget to visit the shop to check out all of that Changing Perspectives merchandise. Go ahead and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And we will see you next time. Say bye, Jenny. Bye, Jenny. Are you looking to level up in life with your health, mindset, and personal mission statement? Are you a coach of a sports team or leader of an organization looking to build critical leadership skills for your team? If so, then look no further than GetBurly.com. The GetBurly brand offers life coaching, personal fitness programming, and team building retreats, clinics, and seminars, all designed to empower individuals and teams to become the best versions of themselves. The Get Burly Team Building and Leadership Development Division works specifically with athletic teams, corporate groups, and educational institutions. Through their signature seminars, workshops, and or retreats, Get Burly will have your team firing on all cylinders and working as an inspired, cohesive unit committed to the mission and vision of your program or organization. Get Burly will build the inner strength necessary for you and your team to gain clarity around your mission input strategies to enhance mindfulness, amplify personal accountability and ownership, and much, much more. Do yourself and your team a favor and visit GetBurly.com. Get Burly. Be the best version of you. The Changing Perspectives podcast is produced, recorded, and edited by Dizzy Burst Studios. Please visit Dizzy Bird Studios on Facebook, facebook.com slash Studios.